what did you ever want the most for Christmas? Like, what present did you have to have? Otherwise, the world might end. Uh, I, I really wanted a Super Nintendo. Like, it just looked like it would change everything for me. I don't know. I wanted it kind of bad. Uh, Cherry? I don't think I have an answer for that. Like, I can't. Was it know. was it that you just knew you were going to get what you wanted, or that you just didn't? You would never like it was just saying. Eh, Maybe that it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I did always get what I wanted. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe that I don't know. Right. I can't think of anything where I was like, "Oh my god, I have to have it." I was always like appreciative of what I got, but like, hmm. okay, Jamel, I'm kind of with Cherry on this one. I can't think of a specific item that was like that I was pining for, you know, that hard. Definitely got some really dope gifts, um, and you know, there were things I wanted. You know, I put on the list, but I can't think of anything that was just like, "Oh my god, I'll die if I don't get this for Christmas." Yeah. Well, this uh I can't think of anything I would have been di- like if it hadn't come I don't think I would have been disappointed it just would have been like oh well well it's cold open was a bus because I don't really got <laughs> y'all, y'all, wow, y'all why do you so you pick a question again yet again you picked the question you don't have an answer to hold up I, it's not Are about me there's three wait, people in front of me so so hold up now I just look greedy <laughs> I mean I was gonna say me and Cherry were raised right but you y'all know. three <laughs> 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 I was broke, so I didn't expect anything oh, ever. <laughs> so I never, I already, like, I didn't set myself up for disappointment. So it, it was a whatever I get is whatever I'm going to get. Can and you? the one time I did get something huge, I didn't see it coming, and it was a Nintendo 64. Awesome. <laughs> ah, so Nintendo. So yeah. what? Hold <laughs> up. It's me and you versus see? them. <laughs> I, I had one Nintendo system, and then it was PlayStation, so all the way down. I will say the best. Maybe I should ask the best Christmas. How about that? Let's, let's do a second one. What's the best Christmas uh, y'all ever got? Christmas <laughs> or Christmas gift? I guess there is two different questions. Yes, gift. I guess. Okay. Well, we're back on Nintendo. <laughs> um, <laughs> one year, my parents got me the action set. What's and that? Set? I was, uh, the action set was the, uh, it came with Duck Hunt and the, um, I can I think it was called Track and Field and Mario. And then you got the, uh, the, the light gun and the power pad. Nice. I was quite literally the coolest kid on the block for at least four months. Okay. Everybody was like, he got the power pad, even <laughs> though nobody used your feet on it. The power <laughs> pad, man, great idea, but bad execution. I think it was just, mm-hmm. mm. it was too early. Yeah. Ahead of its time. Cherry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still don't have an answer. <laughs> what? No like, favorite gift you ever got? My favorite gift was my car, but I got that when I graduated from college. It wasn't a Christmas gift. He narrowed me down to Christmas. So, like, mm. I don't have, like, a, oh, my God, this is the best Christmas gift I ever got. Like, I mm. don't have one. <laughs> I'm a pencil in a gift I got for her, then. I don't know which gift or just any one of the gifts <laughs> I got. <laughs> What was the last thing I got you? Some Jordans? That was not a Christmas gift. That was a birthday gift. Shit. No, it's Christmas because you wore them to KatsuCon at the same time I wore mine. It was just early. It was like an early Christmas gift where I was like, just kind of early. I thought, I've always thought they were a birthday gift. Uh, <laughs> well, on the first day of Christmas, thank you lucky to me. Days. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was uh I think I must have been like six years old 
the Fisher Price three in one tournament table. Came downstairs. Oh, this thing is freaking huge. No, I, was, I remember those. A, you remember this? Mm-hmm. My my younger brother could barely even see over the top of it. It was <laughs> it was uh, table tennis, uh, table hockey, and pool table all in one. I that definitely remember the commercials for that. Was dope as hell. I don't think I asked for it. It was just there in the living room that morning. Unforgettable, unbelievable present. I haven't thought of that forever, but I do remember the commercials immediately. That's right? strange. Oh man. Okay. Now I want one of those. Mine. <laughs> it wasn't one specific gift. See, that's why I had to see. I had Christmas in mind, but she got me. It was a Wii U, a book of lists because I like making lists, so things I can make lists of. Uh, popcorn. It was some other nerdy stuff and then like we had like money left over to buy an xbox so xbox one so i got a wii u and xbox one at the same time well i feel like i should have gone last (laughs) 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 but anyway on that note (laughs) thank you for joining us today if this is your first time with us we're the secret group of brown kids who are the secret group of brown kids it's a secret, but you might be able to find us conducting a large-scale manipulation on everyone around us to clandestinely <laughs> obtain what we covet the most, which may or may not be a BB gun. Uh, my name is Tiff Zilla, your host, and on this podcast, I make my friends watch movies with me and talk about their feelings. And on the panel today, wants to lead the glamorous life, Jamel. What's going on, guys? Don't need a man's touch, Cherry. <laughs> Hello again. Without love, he ain't much. Tim. Oh, my goodness. Sheila. (laughs) Sheila. Yes. Christmassy, I guess. If I was good at... at (laughs) If I was good at drums, I would would do one of the drum lines. Okay. Uh, and the movie of the, <laughs> the week is continuing our Christmas watch. Actually, wrapping up our Christmas watch is A Christmas Story, 1983. If you don't know what it's about, because everyone has seen it at this point, I guess everyone has an opinion on it. In the 1940s, a young boy named Ralphie Parker attempts to convince his parents, teacher, and Santa Claus that a Red Ryder 200-shot BB gun is the perfect Christmas gift. Yes, and honestly, out, <laughs> I've seen this movie... 35 times now. Uh, I said it in the previous episode that we have a tradition of watching this when TNT or TBS does a 24-hour marathon where they just loop it. And this started when I started dating Cherry, and it's her favorite Christmas movie. So she showed it to me, and then I, you know, got indoctrinated. So now it's <laughs> it's a, it's our tradition. And, like, fell in love with it right away. I've never seen it before that. And 35 times seeing this movie, I finally realized this is a slice of life. Like, that plot is only, like, 20% of the movie. We're just watching, like, the last two weeks up to Christmas for this little boy and the shenanigans he gets into. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. Like, Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, in, like, the Western world and, like, Hollywood, people think movies that don't have plots are bad. 
Where in the East, in Japan, it's totally a thing. It's just called a slice of life. We're just watching folks live their life for a certain amount of time. And it's a whole genre over there. But over here, we're told if something doesn't have rising action, falling action, climax, yada, yada, like it, it's a bad movie. So slice of lives don't really exist over here. Or if they do, they don't look at it that way. And like, I've always said Napoleon Dynamite is slice of life. And people are like, no, whatever. Because like... If you look at the plot for that one, it's like, oh, a boy helps his friend get elected to student council or whatever. It's like, that's less than a third of that movie. Yeah. It's just a thing that happens along with other things that happen. So, like, this is a slice of life. Anyway. <laughs> came out in 1983. Theatrical release. Uh, it was a November release. So, it was a Christmas movie. Just like we did uh, Jingle All The Way. Because Christmas movies don't always come out at Christmas. So, I thought it was worth mentioning. But you could currently stream it on HBO Max if you haven't seen it. Or you can wait. Uh... 28 hours and watch it <laughs> for 24 hours nonstop on TBS and TNT. What was that? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's on HBO Max. What? Or Max. Oh, Shut up. Oh, oh. Shut up. Shut My up. Bad. Okay. No, I was just making sure you know we understood. And look, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you say that you, you whispered HBO. HBO Max. Uh, I, I whisper HBO every time. <laughs> HBO, HBO Max, Max. Next name is going to be Cinny. Soon to be Paramax. Oh, God, right. (laughs) But that's one less thing on my queue. Good God. Yeah, maybe. That's the silver lining outside of Monopolies, (laughs) right? (laughs) Is one less. uh, We thought Disney was monopolizing the game and taking everything over. I mean, they are. (laughs) They're trying. I mean, we're we're down to like six. They had like five flops in a row. What happened? They're, uh, they're, they're losing the you know, momentum. You know what happened sure. is they trained their audience to wait for two weeks for it to come out on their streaming platform. That's what happened. That too, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened across the board. That's why everything's flopping. Mm. So moving on. Why this movie, like I said, it's a, a Cherry and Tiffzilla tradition. And I'm including y'all because you guys are. Glamorous life drumroll, please. <laughs> Family. Thank you, Sheila. Uh <laughs> Ohana. Mary Chrysler. Family. Uh, and directed by Bob Clark. Do I know who Bob Clark is? Who directed Porky's. Thank you. All right. Uh, wow. <laughs> hey, man. The, the man That's... contains multitudes. And it's written by uh, Gene Shepard and Lee Brown. And Gene Shepard, like, it's based on, like, I guess it's anecdotes. That's why it's, like, kind of all over the place. He's also the grown-up voice of Ralphie. I never knew that. So the the like the narrator, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, budget because this is nineteen eighty three, three million three hundred thousand. That's like the tenth build person's uh fee now. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> you gotta you gotta pay uh, Timothy Chalamet ten million dollars to get out of it. <laughs> Shout out Timothy Chalamet. That's funny <laughs> to me because you, you, usually they mess up the last name. <laughs> also, your name is Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chrysler building. Uh, <laughs> box office, 20 million, 20, well, 20.7 million international, 13,000. <laughs> why is that even there then? Total yeah. for 20.8 million. I guess that's why that there is knocks it up. <laughs> so the point eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking about a world where international uh, wasn't really on the table as often. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They, they probably didn't even clock it half the time back then. Yeah. International is like Canada. Yeah. 
Side Let's note: just... Now Canada is included in domestic Canada, oh. Puerto Rico. Basically, yeah. Canada. <laughs> Dang, I you mean that's not our country, though. You can't say that. Twenty-five percent of our audience is in Ontario. Shout out Ontario. But, it, but like Canada is not owned by the United States. <laughs> but wait, I feel like I is what I'm saying. Like but, I mean, but like I I guess what it is is. Y'all family in Canada. Yeah. You know? In the neighborhood, I suppose. Family. Y'all are a little cousin up north, all right? We both, you know, <laughs> don't don't say kick the angle to the curb. We got twenty five percent of our audience is in Ontario. Shout out Ontario. <laughs> uh so yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> audience seventy nine percent. Critics seventy five. And we see that all the time with old movies where the audience and the critics are eventually get real close. Uh, does that make sense to y'all? This one seems fine. All right. Then real quick before we start, shout outs, actual shout outs. Uh, well, shout out Ontario. <laughs> Ontario. Uh, Florida, Texas, and Massachusetts been listening a lot lately. Tejas. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Moving forward, we're going to spoil this old ass movie that everyone's seen a whole bunch. If you have not seen this movie by, by now, go watch on. What is it like being Max. 20? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so well, I saw this movie for the first time last year. Hey, well, I've got some students who have seen it before. That's because mm. you showed it to them. Mm. No, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look before. That's why we bought the DVD. <laughs> I uh, give them a vote, and that's what they pick because they've seen it before. Like, I'm oh, not... I got you, I got you. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. You guys get to vote on what movie we watch for Christmas. Which we, no, 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 no. We're we are we are not watching Timothy Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> In Dooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, side note, that is like the second most watched movie on Letterboxd. Is what it? Film? Yeah. Oh. So. Sandworms. You know I hate them. Freaking movie nerds. <laughs> uh, so real quick, how do we feel about it? I'll start with Sherry. You've already said twice. It's my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, I didn't want to talk over you. <laughs> I think it's, I don't know. I, it's not a, maybe because it's a slice of life. I really enjoy slice of life movies. And like, um, well, I like slice of life in any genre, anime, movies, books, whatever. I just think it's hilarious. His life is just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just shenanigans. It's a lot of shenanigans for no reason. Yeah. Like, like there's like when I was <laughs> filling out the template, I realized like there's more quote than quotes than plot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like every, everything they say is a joke. Every line is a joke or in service of a joke yeah every single line and i was like that's pretty that's pretty brilliant when i think about it like how hard it is to write that like everything in this 90 minute movie is a joke but yeah tim um it's uh different to see it through um older eyes uh it's it's a movie that i haven't seen myself in about two years but every scene change i knew what was happening Mm -hmm. because of how many times i've already seen it but just actually trying to be like, let me sit down and watch this critically instead of let me put something on for as an excuse to have eggnog, um, <laughs> like or or TNT is on. <laughs> so, uh, um, but uh, yeah, like it's it is still it still holds up, and mm-hmm. like there's other little idiosyncrasies about the family I picked up on that I just hadn't noticed before. So it's a fun, it's still a fun movie. Times and I'm still catching new things. Mm weird right like 30 35 anyway uh like this time i this is the first time i realized a slice of life and then like there's some jokes in that i didn't catch the first ones because i'm actually watching with the subtitles on but yeah jamel 
So yeah, I didn't <clears throat> I didn't grow up watching this. Um, I literally I've only seen this movie twice, and the first time was I think last year, last year or two. Um, so no real nostalgia goggles for it. It's pretty good. Damn it! What when when I asked you to be on the episode, you were like, "I don't fuck with this movie, but I'll I'll be on it." And I was like, "We got us a villain of the episode." I mean, <laughs> I could still be the villain in that. You know, I was, I was getting ready. I'm not like that enamored with it. Like it's watching it last night. I think um, it turned a corner for me as something that uh, I can see you just having on. You know, yeah, like, like it's a, you don't have to pay any attention to it. Uh, so many times, like you said already, like this movie is just there's so many memes. You know? Yeah, it's just goofy. It's just goofy. I was I was just the uh, the the what's his name um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, are you catching this? Like it, it is. It's kind of like how I watched Star Wars for the first time way after you know I knew all of the beats of that movie. Mm. So it's just like okay, oh yeah, that part. Oh yeah, that part. Oh, oh, that was the context for that. And uh, watching it last night, I think uh, caught a couple of things that um, my dad, who apparently loved this movie and didn't share it with me, um, <laughs> is that funny? I don't know. I laughed. I don't know. I was talking to my mom, and she was like, "Oh yeah, your dad loved that movie." I was like, "Oh, first time, really?" First time hearing of it. Um, I'd bring it up with him, but he's not around. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get. Dark on a Christmas. Episode, we talk yeah. about our feelings. Um, it's, it's Christmas. You dark as you want. He didn't. He didn't leave me. He, he passed away. Um, is that less sad? More sad? No. I'm oh, sending no, we, you an e hug. We all got it coming. No, that's no, all good. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's cool. All right. Well, that surprised me. I was yeah. like I said, I was I was oh bad guy Jamel. I mean, I knew it. I've been trying to tell the people. But nah, you won't let me get it. All right. There's nothing really to hate about it. It's it's fun. Tell that to Lola. I still didn't ask why she hated Lola. the movie. Uh, when we were on the, the Boxing Day episode, I mentioned it twice that this was the oh. next episode. <laughs> she was like, she was I'm like, not going to be on it. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, whoa. <laughs> she also didn't fuck with the movie. <laughs> I was like, you well, I, yeah. all right. It is nostalgic uh, for Christmas from an era I can't even really wrap my head around. So I like, mean, yeah, nineteen not you know they yeah, but you know it's it's like removed from that. They even added a couple black kids in the class when there definitely would have been segregation, like segregated schools. So, a little bit, yeah. I mean, they didn't have any lines, but <laughs> I mean, there were definitely a couple of black people he shot with the BB gun. Yeah, yep. fancy. yeah. I was like, "Wow, dude!" I, I, Half I, of Black Bart's gang. I initially went into the movie thinking to myself, "Wow, oh, it probably aren't a lot of black people in this movie." And the first two on screen are criminals in the little boy's dream. Technically, they were carolers. Mm. The second people on screen. <laughs> well, and and in all fairness, the Black Bart is from well, like his favorite like radio show or whatever. Black Bart, huh? <laughs> Actually, I think the weirdest thing about that part too. I mean, we just skip forward to it. I don't think they were actually black. No, no, at they're, first. they were. Everybody was dirty, but then if there you pay, pay attention, two, two of the men. two of them were black. Yeah. Okay, the whole time I was looking yeah. too, I was like, but the white guys were like dusty in the face too. So it was like, hold on. But there's a part where because Black Bart gets away, yeah. but his gang is dead. 
and they it, the, the camera holds on them for a few seconds and you can tell that two of them yeah. <laughs> are you laughing yeah. at how he got away <laughs> how he bounced over the fence <laughs> well, i was just thinking like they just literally had x's on their eyes <laughs> This stupid yeah, little shit the like kid that. with the hero complex wanting to shoot up a bunch of uh, criminals in his backyard. That's a that's a red flag for me. Hey man, it's not just this movie. Today, <laughs> Ralphie like Second Amendment. Give, you get a pass in 1940, but in 2023, I'm like, oh, I got you. Okay, got you. well, <laughs> well, yeah, let's go through it. This, this goofy go. ass movie. But once again, it, I know without pissing off the diehard folks too much because they're loud, for, for us, it's not Christmas until Ralphie puts on his bunny costume. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's another thing I always or notice. Or until the like, dogs steal the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> another thing I noticed, like, aside from the setups, because every joke has, has a payoff, or every setup has a payoff, mm-hmm. like looking at other characters on the screen like that aren't talking or whatever like their reaction sometimes is even funnier than the joke especially the dad like so he doesn't mm. always say something but there's times where he's like the? <laughs> there's so uh, many what, what like oh go ahead canadian standoff huh oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry no, no, no i'm sorry you, you go ahead man Oh, I'm sorry. You, you go ahead. Pardon me. Okay. I'll take it. Um, Shout out Ontario. You know, the moment you were talking about with the uh, with this bunny rabbit suit, I was looking at dad's face while mom is like, oh, your aunt gives you such nice things. Oh, that's great. And dad is like, oh, hell no. He won't say it. <laughs> that's the part his I'm face is just like, my yeah. God, this is so She always makes you such nice things. And he's like, I can't have my son parading around this bullshit. <laughs> He humors it for a moment. Yeah. It's like, you, he, you, you think you're done? Take hey, everything off. Well, you look the like turkey a isn't done yet. He can't piss her off yet, okay? He's yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, something I noticed in this watch that I never thought about before is it just there's so many scenes where they just set up how exhausted the poor mom looks. Yeah. That's, she's just, that's at one of, point, uh, she's just sitting on the, the plane out floor on the side of the room just like, uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> when I when I get to it, I'm gonna point it out because uh, Cherry pointed it out to me the first time we watched the movie. I'll, I'll point it out in a second. So the story, uh, the story's told through the perspective of the narrator remembering his childhood, right? Uh, specifically, the Christmas season in 1940, because that's when he wanted this Red Rider BB gun. And like the season always starts with them going into the city where the kids would see all the hottest toys that year at a department store. Did they show the name of the department store? Every time they do it, they would show across the street. And I thought that's, yeah, but I always thought that that was a different store. Like, but like, cause it would be like from their angle and you'd see Hickby's across the street. So I wasn't oh, sure. Oh, is that whole square. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of, uh, store. I'm kidding. Yeah. I have no idea. But no, no yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going there. A lot of department stores would be massive that way though. Okay. So it's, it's possible that Higby's was on both sides of the street. Like just the way some of those places were. I got you. If you're from Cleveland, let us know if uh, Higby's is a thing still. But yeah, was it even real? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, they 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 reference a lot of other real stuff, so I figure why not. So yeah, the kids would always go to see what the latest toys were, right? And that's when he sees the Red Rider Action 200 shot range model air rifle, and like instantly falls in love with it. And like immediately, Ralphie starts scheming to intercept, or sorry, to 
Ralphie starts scheming to intercept his parents into getting him that for Christmas because he knew they wouldn't just let him have a toy rifle, right? So next morning, Ralphie tries to slide the BB gun ad into his mother's magazine. Uh, well, not tries, he, he does slide it into his mother's magazine. And then, like, downstairs for breakfast, he tries to f- uh, figure out how he can get his parents to start talking about Christmas. But, like, they're already talking about, what was it? The uh, Oh, he's doing his puzzle. So this is the setup. So the dad's doing a, a cross or a trivia puzzle or something. And mm-hmm. he's like, what's the name of the Lone Ranger's nephew's horse? Victor, how the hell did you know that? Everybody knows that. Is that another one of your silly puddle, uh, puzzles? Yeah, it's another one of my silly puzzles, and it could be worth 50,000 bucks. Uh, what kind is it this time? Name the great characters in American literature. The Lone Ranger's nephew's horse is a great character in American literature. <laughs> yeah, right? That's... And, like, Mom turns to Ralphie's uh, little brother, Randy, who, like, hates eating his food. Randy, won't you eat? They're starving people in China. <laughs> Once again, that's another setup. Uh, and like Ralphie brings up, I think he brings up uh, what other kids want for Christmas or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they all just kind of look at him crazy. And then like the dad goes off to like put his coat on or whatever. And mom's like, so what do you want for Christmas? And he just goes for it. Uh, and he Doesn't says like, like a, there was a bear outside of the candy store or something like that. Yes. It, there's it something, a, something like that. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. Too hard. Yeah, he, he, and he there was knew no it. segue. No segue. Then, he just blurted it out. Like there were lobsters coming out of his ears. <laughs> Which one of us saw this movie thirty-five times? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm bad with quotes. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm bad at quotes. So, uh, yeah, he blurts out the, the Red Rifle uh, BB gun. And she's like, no, you'll shoot your eye out. I'm like, defeated. It's done. Then we get uh, Ralphie's daydream where he slave, was slave, where he saves his family from Black Bart. And like that's and he got on like his little shiny silver cowboy costume. <laughs> I'm not going to describe all that because we just <laughs> But so back in the real world, uh, the dad comes back from trying to warm up the car and the furnace starts acting up the the narrator goes some men are baptists others are catholics my father was an oldsmobile man (laughs) (laughs) and dad's like aha it's a clanker that blasted stupid furnace in the heat of battle my father wove a tapestry of obscenity that as far as we know is still hanging over in space over lake michigan (laughs) because cusses that much but they don't of course he doesn't cuss in the movie it's a family movie so uh, what we hear is just fling fling sometimes he says like actual words and names in the middle of it once again i You're don't bad with quote quotes. <laughs> 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 like this time i caught him saying a name in the middle and i was like what I didn't realize he actually said somebody's name. Real quick, one thing I gotta say, I, I noticed and enjoyed the second time watching this. Like, dad is your very serious, you know, mm. kind of, you know, 40s dad, you know, the kind who is more likely to you know, shake his son's hand than hug him. Um, <laughs> yeah. But in like the fantasy moments and the like, the whatever the comedy spots are, like, he is so like bought into it. <laughs> yeah, he's the so performance is really good. Um, like the look on his face when like you know Black Bart and the gang are like you know well, yeah, coming they're cowering the in fear. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's really good because he's like you know he's the the 
again, like the heavy dad, the one that yeah. you're kind of afraid of. And then like in those moments, he plays it so well as being like, he's cowering under the table and being all fearful <laughs> and shit. Or, I'm going to cycle back to that uh, when we get to the the next daydream, because that, that's another one of my favorite quotes. Uh, I remember that one. one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the But yeah, and it's funny because it's like, this is, I'm not going to say this is how Ralphie sees his dad, but this is how delusional Ralphie is. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so yeah, afterwards, we uh, we see the kids are heading out for school, right? The narrator goes, preparing to go to school is like getting ready for extended deep sea diving. My kid brother looked like a tick about to pop. And Randy, Randy's the kid brother. Uh, mm, what is it? I can't move my arms. <laughs> uh, you'll put your arms down when you get to school. <laughs> like she tries too, but like, what are you, you going to do? He's got eight layers on. Mom's a little upside down. Like modern day moms, like the first kid, they're super careful. They like yeah. mind their P's and Q's. The second kid, you just wrap them around your leg and like walk around till they get three years old and go, <laughs> all right, go to work. <laughs> Also, like Ralphie wasn't bundled up like that. Yeah, they didn't do nothing. Like, yeah, hope you hope you die of uh, <laughs> hypothermia, you little jerk. You ain't getting nothing for Christmas. Ralphie's old enough to to like fight back, not not literally, but like. Just yeah. like I'm not I mean? doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, so okay, so now they're walking down the sidewalk, and he catches up with his friends. Hey, Flick, wait up! What are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? Picking goobers. <laughs> And then Schwartz comes out. Hey, smartass, <laughs> ask my old man about sticking your tongue to a light pole in the winter, and he says it'll stick right to the pole. Ah, baloney. Side note, uh, I noticed that around like my 25th watch that I started laughing at. Ah, baloney. Ah, baloney. <laughs> Am I that corny? Maybe. Cherry's nodding her head. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, ah, baloney. Side note to the side note. Am I just uh, yes a goody goody, or did any does anyone else think nine years old is a little young to be swearing like that? He's eight. Oh, sorry. I did know a kid it's, around. It's perfectly fine at eight. Then I did know a kid around ten who had he so, said damn and hell all the time. It is a little young, but he's also the one who, when Ralphie gets caught saying the f word, that's who he blames it on immediately. I got it from Schwartz. Like he's the one. Like immediately. Throws him under the bus. Yes, immediately. I will say I started in third grade, and I think you're eight in third grade. You are eight in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> Screen Rant says he's nine, by the way. Screen Rant is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the movie. It said eight. <laughs> Fine. It doesn't hurt my point at all. Somebody I says didn't... he's eight in the movie. I think he says it himself. But yes, uh, well, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say I have to disagree. I'm just saying I started cussing at eight. But also, <laughs> I am West Indian. That's like we we come out saying you know like Rass! like so. It, <laughs> eight is like West Indian twenty. <laughs> yeah, Jamaicans already got two jobs at that point. <laughs> Fair enough. They didn't watch Boxing Day. They don't. They're not laughing, Tim. So uh. moving on. Ah. <laughs> at least a living color skit <laughs> uh one kid runs by and knocks randy over <laughs> he's so bundled up that he can't bend so he's like i can't get up i can't get up and he's rolling back and forth and ralphie has to go pull him up that kid uh, really sold that too yeah like he 
he's not the best kid actor, but there's two parts where like he really sold the thing and it was this and then the the piggy part. Good lord. <laughs> the rest of the time, if you look at him like if he's not talking, he's just kind of there. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Uh this part and the the piggy part. Like to the point where I was I reround the piggy part just to laugh at it because I was like, dang, he's really like that's how kids laugh. <laughs> like when they when they get in that laugh cycle where they just keep making themselves laugh more. Your, like, your own how, laugh is making you laugh. Yeah, that's my that's how my son laughs when he gets the the, the giggles. <laughs> so the once in the classroom, all the kids put fake buck teeth in their mouth. This part is so gross. Uh. Put fake buck teeth in their mouths and say good morning to the teacher, Miss Fields. And she turns around and sticks her hands out, and everyone comes and puts the teeth uh, in her hands. Now it doesn't show it in the movie, but you know that in real life it would just be a handful of spitty. <laughs> fake teeth which would be the grossest Ugh. thing ever right she teaches high school so not little kids but in that moment <laughs> she would have just made them spit it in the trash right trash <laughs> or put it in your own pockets take it home i don't want it <laughs> <laughs> not trying to get i don't want them take them out that's just yeah. She puts them in a drawer with all the other toys she confiscated. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember that from elementary school. The, the the toy drawer, everything they take from you, and you'll get it back at the end of the year in June. No. <laughs> that was a thing for you? I don't remember that yeah. being a thing. If they, took a, if they took something from you, they put it into the same drawer, and you'll get it back in June. I We never got our stuff back. I was mad because a friend of mine, he wore my hat in the hallway. It was my favorite hat. It's a corduroy hat. And he took it from me, wore it in the hallway. Vice principal took it, said, you can get it back at the end of the year. I, I, <laughs> two years later, I am driving in my car and I, this is high school. I'm driving in my car and I see that vice principal wearing my corduroy breakdown in his little uh, Chrysler convertible thing. And I'm uh, like, you son of a bit i was so mad <laughs> on site well not on site i'm not gonna beat up the vice but i would have ran up to him excuse me <laughs> like that's mine I like uh, I, I don't think i've ever been so mad because you're literally like that's a nice app you might Just have my it. story my story beat yeah, that's wild mine uh was there was this kid named Traylon in fifth grade or something right and Traylon was like the, the bad kid of the class. Like, you knew he wasn't going to do his work. He was going to cause problems. going to get sent to the principal's office, yada, yada, yada. Going to get written up. That was Traylon. And, you know, you assume Traylon's an idiot. At least at that stage, right? The bad kid is dumb. Like, that's what I thought. So, oh, no. yeah, that, that's when I learned. So, <laughs> this one, we used to go to the bathroom and trade, right? During gym. And Traylon told on us, coach came in, took everybody cards. Right? And then he gave him to our teacher who put him in the drawer. Traylon, somehow, I guess he went to the bathroom during lunch, but didn't go to the bathroom. He walked back to the classroom, stole everybody Pokemon cards. Ooh. That's some mafia shit. Like, that, he is a supervillain. <laughs> and when I realized what happened, I was like, <laughs> this, this kid's supposed to be stupid. Nah, that's what that I learned. Boy, that boy, Team Rocket. Right? <laughs> <laughs> More competent. Stole the, in in one fell swoop. Stole the entire class's Pokemon cards. So yeah, back to Christmas story. Fuck trailing. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
so no, that's when we get now we're at the uh at recess. And back to what they were talking about on the way to school. So he's like, Well, go on, smart ass, go ahead and do it. And he does, and stuck, 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 and like the bell rings and they all leave his ass because these hoes ain't loyal. I don't know, like these are not the friends you want because they it happens twice. They're eight years old though. Like what what are you expecting from them? Look. <laughs> I expect my eight-year-old to stand by his friend. I mean, I would expect my eight-year-old to go and tell an adult. Because they, even if they had stayed with them, they could, they don't know what to do to help him anyway. They needed an adult. That's but fair. No one wants to be blamed for... Well, yeah, they they, they, they are the ones. Because when she says the next part, she, uh, she already knew that he just did it on his own. Or like he didn't do it on his own. So like... Uh, they, they're leaving him because the bell rang and like and Flick is like, don't leave me, don't leave me, come back, Ralphie, come back, come back. And he's like, but but the bell rang. <laughs> so then in back in the classroom, Michelle's asked, has anyone seen Flick? And the narrator's like, Flick, Flick who? <laughs> and one of the like nobody's answering her, but one of the girls suddenly points to the window. And like she look her head turns and she looks outside. Oh my god. So she goes out. And, like, all the kids are staring out the window, except for Ralphie and Schwartz. <laughs> and one kid from at the window is like, holy cow, it's the fire department. And Ralphie's like, oh, no. <laughs> wow, it's the cops. Oh. <laughs> uh, and Ralphie puts his Couldn't head down. More guilty. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, everybody else standing up. The two of y'all sitting there like. That's rude. <laughs> And also, Ralphie, it's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he is. If it ain't about guns, he don't want to hear it. <laughs> Not a good friend. Kind of coward. Oh, man. So so they pulled Flick off the pole. And the thing about it is no warm water, no nothing. So that means they just ripped his tongue off the pole. <laughs> yeah, just like. Right. <laughs> man, like little something like you just gonna brute force it off yeah you see them pull his head back <laughs> but yeah uh so he comes back to class with his tongue bandage <laughs> and hanging out and miss fields is like now i know that some of you put flick up to this but he has refused to say who see flick is a good friend uh but i'm sure that the guilt you feel is far worse than any punishment you might receive Surely. when she's looking dead at ralphie <laughs> and ralphie's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> now now don't you feel terrible don't you feel remorse for what you've done well that's all i'm going to say poor flick <laughs> Ralphie's practically sitting there like, yeah, whoever did this, <laughs> right? shame on you. <laughs> also, why does Ralphie even feel anything? He was just there like every other student. He didn't I, do I mean, Ralphie didn't do it. Ralphie Technically, it was Schwartz. But Flick it, is his own person. Look, he could, no one made him put his fucking tongue was, on that it pole. Was Schwartz. It was peer pressure. I I said it. What did it say? Well, go on, smart ass. Go ahead and do it. They pressured. Like, and she said, I know that Y'all put him up to it. I get peer pressure. (laughs) But also, end of the day, you made your decision. That's on you. He ate. Ralphie could have been like, (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I watched them do it. I didn't tell them to do it. But they didn't even try. They didn't, no. you know, say, hey, Flick stuck out there, like what, what Cherry said. Yeah. Go, mm-hmm. go get the gym coach, someone who, you know, the cool <laughs> teacher you can go tell who's not going to, like, blow mm-hmm. everything up. Nah, they pretending no, ain't nothing happened. No. Flick could be dead. Flick, Flick would have died out there. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie and Schwartz and they're like... <laughs> But yeah, so then then Miss Fields, and I don't know if it was already going to happen anyway, or if this was punishment now that I think about it, but she's like, I'm going to give you an assignment. I want you to write. A thing. I knew you were going to say it. I was waiting. <laughs> 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 like the whole class groans. Uh, <laughs> what I want for Christmas. Then Ralphie gets happy because he thought Miss Shields would sympathize with his plight and everything would work out. Somehow. <laughs> you didn't have to write a, was it the customary, what I did over the summer, what I want for Christmas essays and yeah, like, uh, yeah. like right. high school. Yeah, yeah so I yeah. guess it wasn't his punishment, but it's just that she revealed it like right after this. <laughs> it felt like a punishment to most of them. <laughs> yeah, because the, the whole class went, oh. <laughs> Mind your margins. <laughs> And finally, after school on the way home, the boys get pulled up on by the neighborhood bullies. I always thought it was Scott Farkas, but with the subtitles on, it's Scut Farkas. <laughs> Even worse. Sound like a F- Star Wars character. Hey, man, it's Glup Shitto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have Scut Farkas. He had yellow eyes, so help me God. Yellow eyes. And his toady, Grover Dill mean rotten his lips curled over his green teeth <laughs> he's like and randy laid there like a slug it was his only defense because they, they started off with randy and knocked him over he's not sporting is that a thing is that just a cleveland thing or is this a 1940s thing like a bully and a toady i, I never was know about the technically toady. a toady bullies always have one or two yeah hangers on who just I mean, but I didn't. I never show. knew the term "toady" until. Well, I mean, you, oh, to, toady under toady underling mouth uh, mouthpiece uh, sidekick. You know, yeah, just I simple heard, stuff. I heard other stuff. I never knew toady. So, I, so it's it's not specific to bully sidekick. No, not exactly. No. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I there was this big kid named Mike. Maybe I told this story on was the it, podcast. It's called Big Mike. I don't think so. Uh, Mike. Mike White thought we were related because our it, last name was white mike well he was no <laughs> that would i did mike laugh wasn't at that white during. white wasn't white mike mike yeah. was black but his yeah. name was mike white gotcha mm-hmm. so he was um what is the common place term because we can't use the r word simple slow M- mentally like literally was he, yeah well, was well, he literally let's... mentally disabled he was the r word but but not literally but no but literally like oh. can't think of what you call it um, so, so he's mentally men- disabled mentally, well, mentally disabled okay just mentally disabled yeah he was large like big yeah. when when we were nine i was like shorter than average nine but he was like man-sized the universe is about balance like my mom was four <laughs> my mom was four nine and he was maybe six or so inches shorter than my mom like he was big so he thought we were related, and as such, he didn't like people to mess with me. Oh! But I was petty and turned that into a weapon. <laughs> no! 
He yeah. was the Lenny no. to your George. That's not yeah. petty. That's villainous. Well, yeah. Well, so like this one kid like pushed me one time. I was like, Mike, Mike, did you see this guy push me down? And you know that guy, I think, still lives uh, a few feet from the moon because Mike. <laughs> Uh, uh, and that went on until Mike got into football. And once he was on the football team, we didn't spend as much time, time together. Now he's in a blind then, side. Then people were like, oh, oh my God. Mike's yeah, not around. Blind side wasn't. So, uh, oh, no. The, the it, movie, it, it, not the real life. No. We all know Michael Orr right. is not mentally handicapped at all. Yeah, they the made it. They made the movie really, really was yeah, like, hey, check it out. Okay. My but, uh, once Mike was playing football, we weren't around each other, and I got, I got, uh, I got what I finally got. To be fair, so throughout junior high, it was like, oh, you by yourself. I'm like, oops. So, uh, but yes, I was, I was technically a toady because there were times when people would be making fun of him, Mm-mm. and since he was slow, I was like making up for that. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. Mike might not be smart, but Michael beat you up, right, Mike? It might be like, yeah, I'll beat you up. And I was like, yeah, you better watch out. We're going to get you when we get off the bus. <laughs> we like, are? That's not. But Mike would be like, yeah, we're going to get you when we get off the bus. And I was like, this is amazing. But, self-defense, uh, but also. No, like, I was I was egging no. it on sometimes. I was not helpful. Okay, so I'm sorry. I just looked up Toadie and. Aside from the definition, one who flatters in the hope of gaining favors. Okay. Uh, to behave as a toady, engage in a sycophancy, a sycophant. Um, the, the etymology here is something. So just going to throw this out here real quick. 17th century Europe, a toady, a, a toad eater was a showman's assistant whose job was to make the boss look good. The toad eater would eat or pretend to eat what were supposed to be poisonous toads. What? Like the chicken head guys. Wow. <laughs> How did this get turned into this? Anyway. Oh, you mean, uh, what was that word? Uh, You're talking about... Uh, geeks? Geek. The geek. geek. Yeah, yeah, I'll make you geek. I remember that yeah. from Hey Arnold forever. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like, remember that from Hey Arnold. I remember that from, what was that Guillermo del Toro movie that came out a couple years ago? Uh, oh. Something Street, Nightmare... Uh, Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley. No, Hey Arnold, uh, I think it was Phoebe, looks up in the dictionary. A geek is a performer who... Bites off chicken heads for entertainment. <laughs> and so it was like, no, it's bite off chicken heads. Well, except Curly. Yeah, and that was just the one time. <laughs> that show was too good. That show was great. Damn. I'm, I'm, I'm good at quotes. <laughs> I see. Fantastic. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so back to the police. Uh, really, that's it. They they got away. They didn't get beat up this time. But uh, he had said, in our world, you were either a bully, a toady, or one of the nameless Ravla victims. But yeah, then they got away. So when Ralphie got home, he writes this uh, his theme. What I want for Christmas. What I want for Christmas is a Red Rider BB gun with a compass in the stock and this thing which tells time. Oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> I think everybody <laughs> should have a Red Rider BB gun. They're very good for Christmas. I don't think that a football is a very good Christmas present. <laughs> oh, rare have the words ever flowed from my penny pencil with such feverish fluidity. 
You gotta love the narrator in this. He's he's really taking it Adult out of Ralphie. himself. Yeah. <laughs> Because Ralphie thinks he's a fucking genius. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. From because that's kind of the like the the, the conceit of the movie is him just like I can do this. I can trick them into getting me this gun that I definitely shouldn't have. Absolutely not. <laughs> so next we see Ralphie's dad come home shouting, "I won! I won! A major prize! A major prize! Tonight! 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 It's coming tonight!" Our neighbors, the Bumpuses, had about 785 smelly hound dogs, and they ignored every other human on Earth except my old man. And, like, the dogs always try to, to come after him after he gets home. And, like, so they kind of came. One got into the house or something, like, he shoes him away, and then he slams the door, but he slams the door on the dog's tail. <laughs> ear. I think it was ear. On, ear. on his ear. Oh, it okay. is ear. Yeah. On the dog's ear. And you hear the dog whimpering. And so he goes over and he opens the door and like shoes him away. And he's like, serves you right, you smelly buggers. That was graphic too. I was like, dang. <laughs> Ouch. So they sit down for dinner and the, like, the dad's all excited that the prize is coming, right? And he said, the narrator says, every family has a kid that won't eat. And my kid brother, Randy, hadn't eat, eaten voluntarily in over three years. I think Randy's like, what, five, six, maybe? Uh, if that, yeah. Yeah. And because he went to school with them. So I'm assuming he's at least in kindergarten. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah, at least kindergarten. Yeah. And then we get Cherry's, not her favorite part, but this is what she pointed out to me about the mom. My mother hadn't had a hot meal for herself in over 15 years because as soon as she goes to sit down, somebody else wants something. <sighs> so, like, at some point, she was like, look, I'm not going to be Rand or Ralphie's mom <laughs> when we're talking about, like, when our kid came. I'm not going to be Ralphie's mom. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to eat when y'all eat, too. You're not going to have me like this. <laughs> so, it's back to what you were saying about how the mom is always worn out. Just, just beat. Yeah. <laughs> so... Back to Randy not eating food, uh, the dad's like, you know, Randy, I'm going to get a screwdriver and I'm going to crank your mouth open and shove the food in there. And then the narrator's like, well, my mom was more, she was better about it. So she she looks over at uh, Randy and she's like, Randy, how did the little piggies go? And he goes, oink, oink. And she was like, and what did the, the piggies eat out of? Out of their trough, right? And so he, st- he slams his face into his food and just starts eating it and laughing. And it's mess everywhere but he's eating i mean the table eating too and his shirt's <laughs> eating too but at least stuff is going in his mouth and all over his face and he's just laughing it's the funniest shit ever this is what i mean like the kid sells it and because i think he's just genuinely laughing like this is so funny to him and he's you know that little kid giggled the 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 like the giggle loop where they're stuck in it forever just <laughs> and he's snarfing and oinking and it's snorting and oinking and it was it's the, and like the mom is so tickled by this and then the, when they show Ralphie and the dad, they're like, ugh. <laughs> they, they don't make any noises, but just their faces is just like, especially the dad. The dad's really just like, this is the nastiest shit I've ever seen in my life. But he, he clearly <laughs> can tell this is what needs to be done. This is done. what needs to be done. So he doesn't say, he doesn't protest it. But he's just like, oh. And he goes back, like he holds the newspaper. newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to see this shit. <laughs> oh, man. Just trying to live. So then somebody knocks at the door, right? And they all, and like there's a pause because they all was like, oh, snap, it's time. And they all uh, run to go see. And uh, dad opens the door. Package for Parker. Yeah, that's me. What's in it? I don't know. Well, what's in it? <laughs> yeah, there's little. <laughs> <laughs> no, I checked since the last time you asked, asshole. 
so the delivery man men bring in the giant wooden crate that's taller than the father, right? Mm. Before he he opens it, he goes, ah, fragile. I think it's <laughs> Italian. And the mom's like, honey, I think it says fragile. Just fragile. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so dad dives in and digs through the packaging. Hey, is that hey? Did they use hay back? What is that? Uh, it's some kind of looks. It seems like an organic substance. Some I'm not sort sure. of fiber. Seems like an organic substance. Like hay sort. or straw or um, yeah, hemp. White people hair. So he digs inside to find what's in it, and, and he pulls out a woman's leg and fishnet stockings, and he stands it up. Look at that! Would you look at that? No, wife's like, what is it? It's a, it's a statue. Uh, it's an award. Do, do, do you know what it is? What this is? It's a lamp. And he pulls out the lampshade that was in there, too. I know just the place for it. Right in the middle of our front room window. And the wife's like, oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the 40s. And I guess she couldn't be like, hell no. Uh, I mean, also, though. He's been. He's had his heart set. Do you That's think true. he even likes the damn thing? Nah, he convinced himself that he, just, he did. Yeah, I, I see grown men do this shit all the time, where like they really sold something, and then it's disappointing. But they have to. They don't. They don't want to admit they were wrong or show disappointment or whatever or weak. I don't know what it is, but they'll they they continue to go with the thing, even though it's clearly like we don't have to do this. That's Browns fans in a nutshell. Damn. <laughs> shout out cleveland <laughs> where the movie takes place <laughs> shit. oh shoot before somebody jumps in the podcast and strangles you the movie parts a good portion of the movie was filmed in cleveland but i think it actually is supposed to take place in indiana for real yeah my bad but but i have been past the house that when I lived in a, uh, in a near Cleveland, I've been past the house. It exists, mm. and it is just weird how many people would just go to it after they found out it was there. They just eventually made it into a museum that you can you can stay in the the house. <laughs> uh, you can it, it's not an Airbnb, but you can like get a reservation to like sleep in the house, and then the Bumpus's house is available. So you got to really like the movie. You don't even be like see I want to live Bumpus's in the Bumpus's house. house. Yeah, it's just there. <laughs> You you assume that the, the, the dogs aren't just in a you know a field or something. They has, but yeah, they you can you can do both. And I guess the car from the movie is in the driveway. It's like funny. they have the actual car. So it took, I guess there's still that much of a fan base that people are like <laughs> that excited. But it feels like one of those movies where I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even think any of this stuff was still around. I wouldn't even mm-hmm. think about it existing. Like, oh, yeah, that's neat that they filmed that movie. Oh, it's right there? That's not it's not on a lot or something? They Okay, cool. They just used somebody else. Neat. <laughs> Would y'all stay in the in the Parker house? Jerry's <laughs> like, no. No. It's not that serious. You think they still got the, the old lead paint? <laughs> you gotta if you eat dinner, do you have to do it like like uh piggy style? <laughs> Preferably not. Also, it's set in a fictional place called Homan, Indiana. Oh, all right. My bad. 
I thought because he said he mentioned Lake Michigan and Cleveland at some point. I thought I mean, it was well, in Cleveland. Well, the funny thing is, I think he he keeps saying Cleveland Street. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, which, oh, which is okay. hilarious when you think about it, because even if that's not the name, that is what it is. That is what it is. It <laughs> is a Cleveland Street. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Cleveland's the Ohio city that's on the lake, right? Yes, Cleveland is right up near the they, lake. They got three big cities that start with C's, and I can't remember which is which. Don't matter, I ain't never been to Ohio. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, so back to the, the leg lamb. This is one of my favorite parts. Whole time Ralphie's moving his hand up the leg to like at the top of <laughs> at the top of the leg is like a little piece of butt cheek and he goes to caress it and the mom smacks his hand away and covers his eyes but like ralphie immediately was like wow yes, <laughs> good shit good Went shit. straight for the butt cheek he called the thing electric sex <laughs> <laughs> the glow of electric, electric sex. sex he definitely says that Oh man! But yeah, uh, so the dad the dad goes outside to help position uh, help position the lamp in the window, <laughs> and the neighbors take notice. Hey Parker, what is that? It's a major award. I <laughs> wonder with mind powers. <laughs> <laughs> and the mom distracts the kids by telling them little orphan Annie's on the radio. Uh, the radio show's coming on, and that's when the narrator goes, "Holy crap! It's six forty-five. The only thing that could pull me away from the soft glow of electric sex gleaming in the window." <laughs> <laughs> and then the mom cuts the lamp off before the dad even comes back in the house. My dad used to lo- listen to this program. I have I we, we watched this movie one time and he oh, heard yeah, that so and old. I could not hear the end of it. He's also old. He is also old. I used to love little orphan. <laughs> I just remember the first time he brought it up, he, he was just like, what are you watching? I was like, Christmas Story. He was like, no, I heard them say uh, Little Orphan Annie. I was like, yes. They said Little, little Orphan Annie. Go go ahead. And he's like, yeah, we used to listen to that. Uh, we sit right down in front of the radio. Uh, yeah, you sit down in front of the radio. I'm trying to watch it before. <laughs> I'm trying to watch the movie about old times. I don't want to hear your stories about old times. Oh, man. Give me a okay, break. Just- the radio show ended in 1942. Yeah, this is 1940. I, I, I'm understanding that. This gentleman saying that his father. How old is your dad? That's where I, my, my brain dad's was like, 81. My parents, my parents were t- 20 years from being born. My dad's 81. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. there you go. All right. I mean, he said his dad was old. <laughs> but like my mom, my mom is old, but she's not that old. His dad is old enough to be my parents' parent. He's my grandparents' age. When people are like, oh, you don't look your age, I'm like, bet. Cool, cool. I mean, you're not 60. <laughs> my uh my half brother from Tim my dad's side is, I think, sixty-one. Oh, that is... Oh, yeah, Tim, Tim's the baby. Tim, Tim's the baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, literally the last one of even the split parents. Jesus like, Jones. last one. Everybody after me is nieces, and I have a niece that is 42 years old, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of the podcast is, Tim is old. <laughs> I got, understand, because I got a... I got an aunt that's younger than me. Oh, man. It's like, what y'all doing? 
Grandpa was a rolling stone. Oh, well, at least in my case, my grandpa was a rolling stone. So the next day, Ralphie ha- uh, hands his masterpiece, theme to Miss Shields, and immediately starts daydreaming at her desk. And that, like, he's picturing, like, that she loved it so much that she gets up and she gives him an A+, and she keeps writing plus across the chalkboard, and then pretends she's writing it across the room. And she's like, oh, poetry, share poetry. And then he snaps back to, and she's like, you can sit down now. He's just standing there smiling at her. <laughs> so yeah, then, just uh, being a little creep. A little wink. Yeah, he does that twice, too. Which is, <laughs> he's like, get, get away from me. <laughs> Could have been more of the students pointing and giggling at Ralphie. <laughs> he, needed, he needed that. Someone needs to bring him down. Yeah. So that night, they went out to go go get a Christmas tree, but not before Mrs. Parker cuts the lamplight off and pisses Mrs. Mr. Parker off. So they, they get the tree after the dad haggles the price down a bit, and on the way back, they sing Jingle Bells. And, oh, what fun it is to ride on the one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> that part always takes me out because the kids are into it and the mom's into it, and, like, the dad is taken by surprise that they all raspberry. <laughs> Every time I'm like, how did he, he, he knows how this goes, right? Like anyway, uh, cause they, they're like, they immediately start laughing at themselves and he's like, what's wrong with y'all? But to Jamel's point, he already said that like, that's this, this dad is, you know, very stern, a little stodgy. Yeah. So immediately after they, they catch a flat and the dad gets excited because he imagines himself in the pits of the Indy 500. And like the mom sends Ralphie out to help him for the first time. And his job is to hold the tire nuts in the hubcap, uh, but he's way too close to his dad. And when he turns around, he knocks the, the hubcap up and the nuts go flying off into the darkness. Oh, fudge. Uh. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word, the big one, the queen mother of dirty words, the F dash 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 word. Frick. (laughs) (laughs) And dad's like, what did you say? And Ralphie's like, um, that's what I thought you said. Get in the car. It was all over. I was dead. (laughs) And back in the car, dad tells the mom what Ralphie said. Like he whispers it and he goes, she goes, ah, Ralphie. She flips out pretty bad. (laughs) And then it cuts to Ralphie sitting in the house with a bar of soap in his mouth. And mom asked Ralphie, now, where did you hear that word? Now, I'd heard that word from my father 10 times a day all my life. My father worked in profanity the way other artists worked in oils or clay. It was his true medium, a master. But Ralphie chickened out and blurted out, Schwartz! (laughs) His his friend, right? So immediately, right? (laughs) Ralphie is not... Good. Uh, immediately, uh, mom gets on the phone and calls Schwartz's mom and tells her Ralphie said well, what Ralphie said and asks if she knew where where uh, he got it from. And you could hear it through the phone. She goes, "Probably from his father." And she's like, "Oh, he got it from your son." What? 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 <laughs> totally South Park took this for Kyle's mom, right? Yeah, Sheila Bruffoff. Like that's that's her bit they they totally sold that that. does sound very much like that i hadn't thought of that before that's funny and like you hear you hear schwartz go what did i do mom and then start getting uh, he starts getting a beating over the phone and like the mom listens for a while like damn like 
And then she hangs up and she sends Ralphie to bed. Just to make sure it was an appropriate, you know, beating. You know? Nah, but she was it was more like she was shocked. Like she didn't see was, that happening. Oh, oh, no. that's a joke. Sorry. <laughs> but she was like, like oh. Damn! Oh, then she had to hang <laughs> I just put soap in my son's mouth. What right. are you doing over there? <laughs> right? What did I do, Mom? Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> and like she's yelling the whole time. I don't know what I did. I mean, he's like, <laughs> not. Could you, could you imagine you minding your business, <laughs> just <laughs> probably eating a cookie or something <laughs> while reading a comic book, and your mom just comes in and starts beating the shit out of you for no reason? <laughs> I mean, and it's funny because then it cuts to Ralphie sitting in bed crying because he thinks he done ruined his chances of getting his gun right. And he's like, Shorts is down the street getting his. And it's like, you, what do you mean getting his? Set him up. Like, he did something in this. <laughs> Wait, I'll, don't forget the, the part of this that made me laugh. Um, after she sends him to bed, she takes the soap. Oh yeah, she takes the soap. And she hesitates <laughs> for a second. She tries it. <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah, then we see Ralphie daydream again. Well, it, you know, it's nighttime. That he wishes the soap would make him go blind, so his parents would uh, feel sorry. And like that's when we get the the dad. Like he said earlier, the dad like really sells it in his daydreams. <laughs> what brought you to this lowly state? <laughs> so next we see Ralphie back at school dropping off a whole fruit basket. How did he get? They must have had the fruit basket at home anyway. The whole fruit <laughs> basket. At, I was confused. I thought it was a daydream at first. A whole yeah. fruit basket at Mrs. Shields' desk to hopefully bribe her, right? Because he knows that she got to grade uh, the themes. <laughs> and when he gets home, he finally uh, gets his little orphan Annie Dakota ring in the mail. Did your dad get one? I don't think he. Uh, uh, he he was still black, so no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he just old. <laughs> So the little orphan Annie Dakota ring, and like that night he listened to the radio, uh, the radio show, and got the secret message he and that he had to decode right, and he ran to the bathroom uh, to try and decode it in secret. Uh, <laughs> he dramatically decodes it, and while his brother is about to piss himself outside, all just to find out the message was: "Be sure to drink your Ovaltine." Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got you got soap poisoning already. Just start, just start saying it. Just, right? <laughs> <laughs> even I didn't, I didn't write it down, but he, the narrator, even said that he, it happened so much that he like he became a soap connoisseur and he preferred the taste of palm olive. <laughs> but life, boy, so later on after dinner, dad, the dad is in the basement fighting the furnace and the mom goes to water her plants and uh, she ends up breaking the leg lamp off screen. So we don't actually see if she did it on purpose or not, but we know. <laughs> Even though the dad is downstairs screaming obscenities, he ran upstairs to find his wife was sitting with the broken pieces. It's like he felt it in his soul when it broke. <laughs> Anything like, else could have broke upstairs. He'd have been like, whatever. Right, the, there, But there was a disturbance in the forest, and he <laughs> runs back upstairs. And like she's sitting there with the pieces of the lamp looking dumbfounded, right? And he wanted to glue it back together, but she said there was no glue left. <laughs> 
You you <laughs> saw the glue on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> He tries to put it back together without glue and just credit. He kind of does. But like when he puts like the last piece in, it all just kind of crumbles. And like the whole time the mom is in the back trying not to laugh or trying not to let him see her laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And then the uh, adult Ralphie's like that night alone in the dark, he buried it in the backyard. I could never be sure, but I think I heard the sound of taps playing. (laughs) (laughs) So next we see him arriving at school and the bullies pop up on him. And like they want to get one of them and like Ralphie runs inside and leaves Flick hanging again, who gets a wedgie and like he's going, uncle, uncle. He's being assaulted outside. Uh, Poor Flick. (laughs) Again. Ralphie left him. Even his homie. Just, if you knew Ralphie growing up, and then you were playing like a heist when you were like twenty. Look, he he'd be the one. He's, he's not. He's not on the team. If someone brings a, yeah. him, you're like, no, absolutely not. Get absolutely the fuck not. out of here. He's <laughs> he is unreliable. He's he's disloyal. He's <laughs> you can't be sure. It's subordinate it's work and churlish. <laughs> uh, we still ain't Sorry. done any heist movies. Sorry. <laughs> so what? We, we bring up heist movies like every three episodes. Because everybody loves heist movies. Uh, I mean, I guess technically Fast and Furious, but... <laughs> well, which one? I mean, they're all technically heist movies. No, they're not. They're all, I mean... Tokyo ex- Drift's a heist movie? Okay, um, never mind. Let's go. Okay. Tokyo <laughs> Drift is practically a slice of life. Movie. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo Drift is a slice of life. <laughs> they get me, Jamel. It all comes full circle. <laughs> Uh, so he, uh, inside Miss Shields hands out the graded themes and Ralphie gets back with his C plus on it. <laughs> and it, at the bottom it says, P.S. Yeah. You'll shoot, you'll your, shoot eye your eye out. Just come on, man. An adult Let Ralphie narrates. <laughs> he goes, oh no, my mother must have gotten to Miss Shields. There's no <laughs> other explanation. <laughs> and on his way home, completely depressed and with nothing left to lose, Ralphie uh, catches a snowball to the face, and it's the bullies again. And Ralphie starts to cry as Scott Farkas teases him, and Ralphie snaps, and he beats the fuck out of him. (laughs) Grover Dills tries to stop it, and he gets shoved too, and he's like, I'm gonna tell my dad on you! (laughs) And Ralphie is still beating the shit out of Farkas, and like, he's cussing up a storm now too, just like his dad. Fling, flarmin, (laughs) fling! All that shit. And, like, it's so bad that Randy runs home and gets their mom. And, like, she arrives to her oldest son cussing like a sailor and murdering a child. (laughs) 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 So, look. But, wait. But which one of these is the worst of the two? Because Ralphie thinks it's one. Oh, that is cussing. The movie seems to think it's the cussing and not the the living shit out of Scott Farkas. (laughs) No, that's, that's a good fine. point. That's a good Everyone point. Everyone knows Scott Farkas is a piece of shit. That's true. About time he got his. That's, that's true. Because when that's when perfectly fine. When uh when the mom comes up, Flick and Schwartz are like sh- Ralphie, sh- Ralphie. Sh-. They're not saying Ralphie stop. Like Ralphie, get off of him. They're telling yeah. him to stop talking because he's Yo, keep hitting him, but stop the person. <laughs> so, One kid yelled, "Kill him! Hang him!" <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie's up there doing the, he's doing the scat part from that corn song, but beating the just beating the guy senseless. They were really just worried about mom overhearing the the, the swear. Um, dom, 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 dom. 
Is that what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like, because he said it. He said, you're either a bully, a toady, or one of the Rambler victims. So they all were like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck him up. Fuck him up. <laughs> And like he, like honestly, like isn't that illegal in in MMA? Like that when when that happens, like the referee has to pull him off, right? Like when he has a, when you got him on the ground, I don't think you're allowed to pummeling. do that for very long. No, it's like two or three seconds, and then they gotta. It's more. Never mind. They, they don't. They don't. I don't, let you I don't know the rule. Complete I don't a fight that like way that. most yeah. of the time. But every How time I see it, question you I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just know eventually the referee pulls him off. And it's not that it's not long enough for Randy to run home and get, <laughs> get their mom. So, so like Scott Farkas, like Scott, sorry, Scott Farkas. Scott. Uh, it's it's the more ridiculous thing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> whose name is Scott? Scott. What is that short for? Scuttle. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a really rich white man's name. It's a, it's a family name. Bird from the Little Mermaid, like Mitt. Uh, anyway, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> so at home, Ralphie cries because he just knew his dad was gonna kill him when he got home from work. To death. And, and Randy's hiding under the kitchen sink, crying too. That, like I guess that's his spot, <laughs> crying too because <laughs> daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. <laughs> oh shit! Randy is neurodivergent. What? We don't have that term in the 1940s, but <laughs> I mean, explain how this five-year-old is neurodivergent for me. The the eating disorder, the hiding under the sink as his as his like safe place kind of nigga. You ain't never been five. I don't know. There's a couple of things, but Randy just something's off about Randy in general. I think, but okay, he's a bad child actor, except for two points. <laughs> <That's, that's... laughs> yeah, I think it's just bad acting. <laughs> I agree. It's just he's just There's not a There's two points where he's amazing, and the rest he's of the amazing movie. at doing exactly what he was supposed to do. <laughs> And we didn't have a word for it, and now we do. Because, I mean, it's it's actually really common for, you know, like, people always say, like, oh, my kid only eats chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. It's just, yeah. Ralphie's mama wasn't going to make two dinners. Ralphie no. was going to eat what she made, or he wasn't going to eat at all. That's how it should be. I feel, I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> you only eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese at your big age. <laughs> Like now, hold up a second. It's so, what I, so what if I do? <laughs> well, <laughs> the mom didn't sell oh, him out though. Man. Yeah, she 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 protected him because when dad comes home, she mentioned that Ralphie was in the fight, but she didn't say about she didn't mention the cussing, and she immediately changes the subject because like the dad is like in a fight, and she's like, well, how about them Packers or whatever? And <laughs> he's like, oh. oh, oh. But yeah, like shout out to the mom for not telling the dad that they That's almost nice became stuff. parents of a murdering child. Didn't the dad in this era, you tell him that his son was in a fight? The first question is going to be, "Did you win one?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "I I'd did, ask sir. That now, at a boy." And then, well, I, I would, I would ask. I don't know if I would ask it first. I would say who started it and who who finished it. Mm, I can see. My that. point is, you don't. Lose points with your dad by beating up the, the neighborhood the, the, bully. Yeah, uh, most yeah. most times. Um, I think the mom knew that too. That's why she mentioned the fight, but not the cussing. Mm-hmm. And it's like the way he was cussing too. Like it was like like dad. Well, at that point, maybe she accepted it in her heart that like it is it like he gets it from the dad. 
Because <laughs> like then she heard, she just didn't hear it secondhand. She heard it. Yeah. Right. So, oh, that's his father. Fling flarm, fling. So good point. But yeah, I I understand Ralphie in this moment because allegedly in high school it may or may not have happened. I was at Votech, and. <laughs> I was in auto mechanics at Votech, right? And it was just dudes. And I used to make the joke it was like jail. I don't know if that's politically correct now. So I shouldn't say it still, but it was it was like dudes. And you get a whole bunch of dudes, half of them ignorant as shit together. Like, dumb shit happens. So like at the end of every class, we'd have to clean up the, the shop, right? And everybody would be like, okay, you have this bay or this section to clean. And the bay I had to clean, there was this dude, Clayton and Lewis. They were best friends, I think. And they were, like, throwing a ball back and forth. Like, just playing catch with each other in the bay. I got it clean. I was like, all right, y'all move. And they wouldn't. I asked them again. They wouldn't. So, like... Did you ask them like that? Did you say, all right, God, or all right, y'all move? I wasn't going to say, excuse me, please. Nah, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> but, so they... One of them, like, kind of bucked at me. And out of reflex, I bitch slapped them. <laughs> and at that point... I knew, like, okay, well, now I'm in a fight. I have to keep going, right? Mm. And some, I don't know what happened up here, but, like, I had him by the collar, and I just kept wailing on him, like, Ralphie. But, like, I'm still standing up, and this is Clayton. And, like, I guess, like, Clayton wasn't really trying to fight back either. Or maybe he tried to, but it wasn't in his position with me, got, got him like this. He couldn't do much. And so he was, like, throwing his hands up, and I was, like, punching, like, past his hands. And then I saw Lewis, or Louise, or whatever his name was, him step up. And I assume he's going to jump in to help his friend, right? So, like, I grab Clayton, and, like, I throw him down or to the side. Like, I'm getting ready to, like, I got swing him back because I'm getting ready to, like, hit his friend with his friend. Like, I'm turning Clayton into a weapon. You're going to beat a motherfucker with a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I realized Louise is just watching the fight. Because <laughs> he a shitty friend too, apparently. <laughs> he's, he's like, also like, they, they're high half the time. So like, Louise was like, oh, I'm a fight. Even though it's his BFF. And well, at that point, like, okay, well, Clayton's already down here. So I just kept wailing on him. And apparently the whole time I kept yelling, get off me, even though I'm the one that, because I think Stop Clayton, resisting. like Clayton grabbed, no, don't do that. But Clayton grabbed me first. And apparently it did, the grab didn't last long because that's when I yoked him up and I started saying get off me and I didn't stop saying get off me as I kept hitting even though he had gotten off me. It, it all happened really fast, okay? And by the time like they, they pulled us apart, like Clayton was bleeding from like four different places and I was the one that was hold, like you know, had him yanked up. Anyway, I understand that like in the moment... But your knuckles were bruised. In, so. the, in the moment, like I understand Ralphie. Like you when you when when you go blind like that and you just start... Like it, and it, it, it was a long time coming. I mean, not for me. I don't know. Maybe like they just always played my bays when I'm trying to clean up. I don't know. But like for Ralphie, at least every day, these, these, these bullies mess with him. And then it was like that. He was already in a bad place. Almost killed Scott, Scott Farkas. I get it. Dear Lord. <laughs> Tiffron is not. Tiffron is not a bully. If someone asked me to move, I move. I mean, you didn't ask him. Told them to. I said, "Get the fuck out of the way." That <laughs> when people when people tell people things harshly, they, their reaction usually is to stand their ground. Like I guys. said, 
It was a yeah. very interesting dynamic in the class of all dudes at Auto Mechanics. Yeah. Next time we're hanging out, I'm going to be like, Tiffron, you should beat that guy up. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffron, did you see that guy knock me down? <laughs> you lost. Well, Tiffron, Tiffron, this is how I'm going to be out of my way. <laughs> You're my Grover Dill. You're the Grover Dill to my Scott Farkas. Scott Farkas. We're going to work this out. Blurcon gonna be different. Oh no! We gotta cut this whole part. <laughs> but you're admitting to the assault, probably. <laughs> hey man, statue limitations is up. He good. <laughs> they don't seem like the podcast listening type. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> they moved to Ontario. What if they're two they of your listening. biggest podcast fans? Yeah. You don't even know. Then they understand. <laughs> They've long since forgiven me. Because <laughs> I forgave myself. That's the important anyway, thing. You, yeah, got you forgave it. yourself for beating the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I punched a fingernail off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Anyway. That hurts. That really hurts. So, yeah. Uh, even though Ralphie had a renewed confidence in, in him and his mom's relationship after she saved him from uh, his father's wrath, uh, he decided his last shot is to get Santa to bring it, uh, bring him a BB gun, right? <laughs> He's like the head honcho himself. <laughs> Why not do that before? Dummy. <laughs> so, next, next scene, uh, we see them at a Christmas parade downtown, and afterwards, they go inside the store where there's a Santa. Uh, the parents puts them in the, the line to take pictures with Santa. Side note, we took Lil Tiff today to... We're trying to get him a picture with Black Santa, the Santa Vic, the Hampton Roads official Black Santa. I think that's what he says to himself, which is kind of rude because now you put you close the market on, you know, Black Santas and Hampton I've Roads. I've never heard him say all of the official Black... I've never... I mean, I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong. I'm saying I've never... His page that. says it. Yeah. <laughs> His Facebook page says it. Hampton Roads official Black Santa. Uh, y'all know who uh, David Sedaris is? No. The writer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course you, you You listen to NPR. Because um, <laughs> no, uh, he, he was a mall uh, elf in his youth. Youth. Wow. Excuse me. Youth. And um, uh, he tells a story about, you know, his huge mall that had like several Sanders at the same time where it was set up so you couldn't really see. Right. And then like, you know, white people come up and say, Hey, we heard there's a black Santa, but can you make sure we get a traditional Santa? And he's like, damn. Yeah, sure. Go that way. And point him right to the black Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. So we didn't get the black Santa because they canceled the event. So we went to the mall Mm. and settled for white Santa. (laughs) So, yeah. So they put him in line for Santa and... I'm assuming they went to go buy presents while they had them distracted, but Probably. they don't actually come back with bags, so I don't know. Maybe they put them in the put car. Put them in the car. Yeah. Uh, so Ralphie sees that it's nine o'clock when the store closes, and he tries to push uh, push his way forward through the line. And Randy goes up first, and he starts crying as soon as uh, he gets in Santa's lap, and they send him down the slide. Side note: like Santa's up on this like thing where there's like stairs on one side, and then when they finish talking to Santa, they slide him down. So they send Randy down the slide. Now it's Ralphie's turn. 
ho, 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 what's your name, little boy? And, like, he's super disoriented all of a sudden. Like, he gets up there, and, like, the, the, the room starts to spin. Stressed. And- yeah, he, he's, 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 he's starstruck. This is the man. I thought this was pretty cool because, like, somebody else we were talking about how, like, kids, half the time they get up there and they start crying, even, like, big kids. So it's, like, from the kid's point of view, we see it from the kid's point of view how, like, <laughs> how crazy everything gets in the moment. Yeah. Just lost. I, I, I've got, go, finish the scene, but then I, I've got some, okay, some okay. questions here. And he's like, uh, the, the the elf is like, hey, kid, hurry up. The store's closing. Listen, little boy, we got a lot of people waiting here, so get going. And Ralphie's super disoriented and and all that. And finally, Santa's like, what do you want for Christmas, little boy? Come on, kid. Uh, how about a nice football? And Ralphie, like, nodded because he's still, like, you know, hasn't come to his senses yet. He nodded, and then they pull him off of Santa's lap, and they set him down the slide. But he stops. Like, he catches himself, and he climbs back up the slide. And he's like, no, no, I want an official Red Ryder carbine action, 200 shot range uh, model rifle. And what does Santa go go and say? <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And this is the most disrespectful shit because he puts his boot on Ralphie's forehead and pushes him down the slide with his foot. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so as Ralphie slides down, defeated, the parents pull up, and he's like, "Did you did you tell Santa how good you were this year?" No, and the dad's like, "Don't worry, he always knows." So go ahead. Okay, first of all, the whole thing with going up to see Santa and then there being a slide going down—that's awesome. Any kid <laughs> who who thinks otherwise is is bad at being a kid. That's dope. What is the point of this though? The slide. No, you don't get a photo with Santa. Your parents aren't there to hear the thing you want that's the true they're not gonna tell your fucking parents they don't even know who but so what what is this just to get the kids distracted while you go buy presents okay it it does seem like more (laughs) of a distractions factor than the uh the rest is that not i mean normally your parents are there but is that not the norm i can't remember my my mom ever being close enough to hear me say what i wanted Hmm. Oh, they, they pipe it in. I was thinking that when we when we uh, were with the kid uh, today with Santa, and I was like, "So how would we know?" We or I guess they just assumed that you that they already told you. Hmm. But, you know, at the very least, I, I think the Santa's supposed to be you know for the photo. But yes, no, it is supposed to be for the photo. Yeah, if you don't already know what your kid wants for Christmas, that's that's on you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do, you, a bit. do you read your child's mail? That's that is private, ma'am. Nah, the kid. That was between him and Santa. You were not supposed to read that. You should have put it in the envelope. Kids and have big it. mouths. It Kids have big mouths. They they don't already said it eighteen times or slid a ad into your magazine. <laughs> Very slick. Uh, man, this Ralph and Kids are genius. So. Uh, Christmas night, we see them trimming the tree and blowing a fuse, <laughs> and the parents send the boys off to bed so that they can pull out the Christmas gifts, right? And the next morning, Ralphie wakes up to a fresh layer of snow, which is funny to me because he was like, wow. He was you, you so Cleveland, excited. Or, sorry, you not Cleveland. Up until today, I thought he was in Cleveland. So I was like, you know you got snow. There's already snow on the ground, but it was a fresh layer. Well, and this time he wasn't in school, so it's great. That's right, and, and it's something. not Christmas. Or it wasn't Christmas, but now it's Christmas and there's snow. So, wow, I lived through the night. <laughs> I mean, with the lead paint on the walls. 
Uh, running around. So, <laughs> so they go they go downstairs and they open their stuff and there's no BB gun, but there is a big gift from Aunt Clara, who for years had labored under the delusion that not only was I perpetually four years old, uh, but also a girl. <laughs> I can't tell anybody that. Which was uh, a pink bunny onesie. <laughs> and this is when we get, uh, they, they send him up to put on the onesie, and he comes back down the stairs, you know, in the pink bunny costume. And this is when his dad's like, well, we already see that the dad is upset because when the mom was saying, Aunt Claire always makes you the best stuff. And the dad's looking at her like, <laughs> and when he comes down the stairs, dad straight up is like, he looks like a deranged Easter bunny, like a pink nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so after all the presents are open and like Randy's knocked out under the tree, <laughs> hugging a blimp, Mr. Parker asks Ralph if he got everything he wanted. And Ralphie's like, almost. And the dad shrugs and he's like, that's life. There's always next Christmas. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what, what's that? What's that behind the desk, by the wall? And like Ralphie goes and he pulls out one last present and he opens it and it's the Red Ryder BB gun. And his dad had secretly gotten it for him, much to the mom's surprise, because you could see that she's like, what? And he's, this is the only time you really see the dad, like, not show emotion, but what, like, like be soft, I guess. I don't know. But he's like, He's like, I, I had one when I was a kid. And then, like, he, he's, like, coaching Ralphie, like, put, put, put the BBs in. And, yeah, don't, don't, put, don't spill them. You'll spill them. Like, he was, like, really happy to see Ralphie with this gun. Side note, if this is 1940s, when the dad was a kid, they had, like, BB guns back then in, like, 1910, 19? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, the dad was eight when he had one. Ralphie is nine. Everything on the internet says he's nine. I heard him say nine. Mm. Dad was eight. You didn't let that go. Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, you knew I wouldn't. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have Thank it. You. you you did your re- your internet research. Look, we were going to get emails. We're not gonna get <laughs> okay. We're not going to get emails. You guys can send us emails. I mean, <laughs> we still ain't got a single email. Anyway. <laughs> 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 Please cool. send us emails. We did get a re, or not a retweet, it's Blue Sky, a repost from uh, some. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm Blue Sky. They say reskeet. And I'm like, no. Uh, it, tweet. Oh, reskeet. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. That's a little much. Um, yeah, we get, we did get a repost from somebody in the Caribbean or at least on the Caribbean uh, feed. And they reposted it into the feed for us because they're like, ah, this, this movie's great. And it's on Amazon and in French. Was were they French? I don't, I'm I was assuming. Say, was, that, was that the, the mighty... They could be from movie? Haiti or Guadeloupe. Uh, you know, what movie? Boxing Day. Oh. The last movie. You should watch it and tell me what you think. No, I'm good. God damn. Oh, yeah. So they let him go outside, out to the backyard to play with it. And the first shot he takes... <laughs> first shot. what they say? The whole movie, you'll shoot your eye. The first shot he takes, ricochets back and would have hit them in the, high if, in the eye if it didn't hit his glasses. And, like, he falls backwards and, like, the glasses is knocked off his head. And he gets up to try and find the glasses and he crunches him. He steps on him. So now, <laughs> like, he even has, like, a mark. Like, we're, like, mm-hmm. yeah. We're hit his cheek and not actually his <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah, they, because I, I had that wrong at first. I had to retype it. It doesn't, it hit the glasses, but it didn't, the glasses weren't broken until he stepped on them. Like, he still, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every, everything that could go wrong. Yeah. yeah. First shot. 
first it shot serves him right. He didn't deserve this. I mean, BB gun. Yeah, everyone said it for a reason. Even Santa, no, he'll shoot your eye out. But yeah, so now his glasses are broken. Uh, he has a mark on his face. He comes up with the lie that an icicle fell. And he thought it up quick. And he thought it up real quick. <laughs> and he even starts crying and everything. <laughs> and he runs back inside an icicle. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, his mom calms him down and they get his spare pair of glasses. So last thing is... So there was a turkey on the kitchen table for Christmas. And like he had talked about earlier how the dad loves turkey. And he like he was already trying to steal a piece and everything. And the mom kept catching him. So turkey's sitting on, on the table. Christmas dinner. And the dad's in the living room, I don't know, reading the paper or something. And then by the time he hears it and jumps up, it's too late. Because the Bumpus' dogs then got in the house. Then nobody closed the door. I don't know. Then got in the house and devoured the turkey. I think they broke the table too. Mm-hmm. Because the turkey was on the floor, and I think the table was broken. Bumpus and- has, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he couldn't even. You gotta sue the bumpuses, right? You gotta sue the bumpuses. Man, look, we would have been fighting. I didn't write down the exact quote of what he she screamed, but it was you know bumpuses something something something. But yeah, <laughs> he's heartbroken, and he tells the family, "Go get dressed, and we're gonna go to this Chinese restaurant for Christmas." Since, you know, our Christmas dinner is ruined. And I mean, it's the thing, like Chinese restaurants usually open on Christmas. If you got nowhere else to go or got nowhere else to get food, I've done it before. The Chinese restaurant's name is Bowling and <laughs> Bowling and Sons Chop Suey Palace Company. But it used to be a bowling alley, but the W went out. So it just says Bowling. <laughs> or did they turn it off? Or did they turn it off? Huh? Save the money. On the signage. But yeah, and then at the restaurant, this is when we get the racist joke. Uh <laughs> yeah, of the They were not I'm assuming, to they were not kind to China in this movie. Oh no. Nah. The the racist joke of I guess the dude is bowling and he's trying to get the waiters or, or the waiters his sons, I don't know, uh to sing what was it Deck the Halls and Jingle Bells, but they can't because of their accent or they can, but they're, they're la- the family's laughing at the accent. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's did not age well. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if I may, mm-hmm. maybe saves it a little bit. What if they're purposely playing it up to entertain these white folks? It's possible. They yeah. seem but, almost like they're in on it. Yeah, <laughs> I think, honestly, I think so too, but, I'm, but we can't make that call because yeah. white people made the movie. So then we get uh, them bringing out the duck. Uh, which they call the Chinese turkey. Uh, mm. <laughs> it's that bad too. I don't. I don't. I'm not. Whatever. I'm keeping moving. Uh, and the dad says it's smiling at me, and he chops off the head in front of him, and they laugh. <laughs> I don't think that part's racist. I don't know about the Chinese. Why would it be racist? But the, <laughs> why would chi- Why would calling duck Chinese turkey be racist? It's okay. Do they when, have when, turkeys in China? When, I don't know. when I used to go to a local what a uh, hibachi place. One of the men of Asian descent, because I was never sure. Yes, it is a hibachi place, but we know how yes, yes, people yeah. can work yeah. anywhere. Yeah. So this man right in front of us goes, do you want to see Japanese grits? And we're like, sure. He dumps a whole thing of rice on the table and just starts smiling. <laughs> a few minutes later, he p- picks up the soy sauce and he goes, you know what this is? We're like, soy sauce? He goes, No. Japanese Coca Cola, <laughs> and just pours it all over rice. We're like, 
I don't know if his laughing is okay. <laughs> and it was like 1999 or 1998. We were still like, okay. He said it though, right? So I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. Look, one in Rome. <laughs> he was having a ball. <laughs> one of my favorite, like, I, I mean, my half my brain is just memes, right? It's like, like the Facebook memory thing, right? Uh, is it was a Jamaican hibachi chef. And they're like, Lord, who let their Jamaican uncle get a job at the hibachi spot? <laughs> and like, he up there cooking, talking about, oh, nah, 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 nah. Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so that's the end of the movie. <laughs> so yeah. the, the, the movie ends with Ralphie falling asleep ho- uh, holding his BB gun, even though it tried to kill him. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a euphemism. <laughs> Uh, so yeah what was uh what was your favorite aspect of the movie Uh, i'm gonna go with tim uh i feel like no matter how old you are you can still kind of like all the referential things to being a kid like you it i feel like everybody can get along you've been through these things they all feel familiar they put it in (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, except for when the children felt happiness, <laughs> I suppose. Mm. I was like, hmm, fine. <laughs> A gift for me. I'll allow I was waiting it. Two notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, like I feel like everybody kind of. Well, now that I'm an adult, I sort of. I'm not a. I'm not a. A kid's owning adult. Uh, but I. I do feel like. I understand that side of things too, like looking at things the way the the re- relationship between the mom and dad. Like you just kind of, I, I have a hard time getting the word for. It's like a whole phrase where it's like you understand something because you have lived it, and my body. Those who like, knows it those, feels it. Yeah, that works too. But That's it's like so, there's such a simpler thing to say, and my experience. body is like, no, thank you, Tim. You say nothing good. Good from word, no, no. Understand. Mm-hmm lived experience experience you've experienced it thank you that took a minute all right jamel i I actually wrote down a few spots that actually made me laugh out loud the aspect 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 okay fine aspect we'll go broader um in that case i'll say um we already kind of touched on it man it's it's you said it's very, it's very, it is very joked in so i didn't really think about that until this discussion and the duration is really good and uh just the reactions the not there's a lot of unsaid yeah yeah, yeah uh, reactions to things that that um are rewarding on a rewatch where you're just like oh yeah that's <laughs> yeah like every time you watch it, you're going to keep finding more more stupid little things like that I'll, yeah. I'll be specific in this one real quick when when she does uh open up the the uh cabinet under the uh sink and randy comes out and dad Sees his son get out from under the sink. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, look like what? what? <laughs> I'm not even. Gonna... Nope, just moving on. <laughs> his, his face says everything. Uh, <laughs> she just, oh yeah, let me get the son out from under the sink. <laughs> oh, dinner time. Let me get the kid. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Cherry, I don't. I don't have a, I mean, aspect. I have a favorite scene. Like you can say, like, cine, like anything about the movie that isn't a specific scene, like cinematography, the writing, the, 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 the way it makes me feel, like how Tim said, like the, yeah, the, the fact that, uh, uh, whatever Tim said, experience <laughs> that, that, that no matter how old you are, like the, you know, it's anything. I don't know that I have one. 
that it's rewatchable, I guess. Okay. Or so easily rewatchable. Yeah. There you go. All right. Okay. Keep moving. I'm sorry. I have to go. There's a five-year-old waiting for me in the driveway. Okay. Okay. Bye, Jimmy. <laughs> Bye. They let Merry the- Christmas. They letting those uh, Postmates people get younger and younger. <laughs> hey, in this economy? <laughs> I have your chips. We almost made it. Dang. That's the, that's the first. I got a co-worker whose uh, fetus has a data entry job. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, favorite scene. Oh, now it's favorite scene? Now it's favorite scene. Wait, wait. What was your favorite aspect? Oh, mine? Yeah. You're not that, that, that uh oh yeah that's true <laughs> that uh every time I watch it I find something new funny thirty five okay, times so you <laughs> so, stole kind of okay that, I mean she stole mine <laughs> <laughs> she just blurted something out <laughs> Tim uh I still think the kid getting beat up scene is like probably one of my favorites because <laughs> he just asked he, the whole time they was mean to all those kids all the time. And it took just the one time for somebody to be like, it's the wrong day. <laughs> it's just the wrong day. Yeah, it was the wrong day. Like he had, like I said, he was already depressed. He had nothing to lose. Snowball to the face. I am over this. <laughs> oh, man. Mine is when the mom calls and t- calls the other mom and says, you know what Ralphie said? <laughs> you know where he got it from? Probably from his Ooh. father. No, from your son. What? 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 <laughs> we randomly do the what, what, what in mm-hmm. our house. <laughs> and then he just catches a beating. <laughs> that whole thing, everything from... The, the scene cutting to him sitting with the soap in his mouth all the way up until she puts the soap in her mouth. Like, it, <laughs> that's my favorite part. I feel like one time when I watched it on regular television, mm-hmm. there was a spot right before or right after, for whatever reason, they cut like the entire section after they bought the tree past the soap punishment. Damn. That whole section got cut for time. I don't remember what channel I was watching. I was like, this is insane. That's like the scene. That's one of many really good scenes. Those are very outdated punishments, though, and I can see some modern executives get rid of that. The old fudge is like... Sure, but okay, but if you if you have that part and then don't cut to like, you know, the punishment and stuff, then you know, just kinda yeah, this part is hanging out there. That's wild. So I mean, that's you I know you're just trying to make it sense. You're just trying to make it make sense. I get it. The but smallest part wild. I've seen cut is just the uh fl- the uh dream sequence when he uh has soap poisoning. Mm. Oh. I've seen yeah. just that be cut before too. But that's, I think most of the time when they run it 24 hours, they just run the whole thing. Yeah, it's the whole like, thing. Like, not, like, there's commercials, like, because it's a two-hour block, and they insert the commercial, and it's a 90-minute 90, 90 movie, so, you know, they got enough room for commercials, so. Mm-hmm. But I guess sometimes they 90 do 90-minute movies, we're talking about for two hours. I mean, that's that's the norm. <laughs> um, My favorite scene, uh, I'll give it up to the uh, the decoder ring. Okay. Um, yeah. It, it the the build up the you kind of do feel the tension in his and he's like know, narration of like this is this is important like I'm nine years old but this is the orphan Annie the whole world might be at stake right now <laughs> I'm gonna Come save back. the world okay I'll be out in a minute <laughs> whatever what is he saying to his mom he said he's borderline yeah he's borderline rude he says with uh, what he's saying like, yeah for crying can't, out loud for crying out loud yeah yeah <laughs> and only to find this 
fucking commercial. A crummy commercial? Son of a bitch. This the disillusionment. You know, yeah. you, you, you you grew up right there in that moment. You know, you, you became. <laughs> yeah, he probably doesn't want to listen to the show anymore after that. <laughs> probably, <laughs> I, the, the show ends two years after this um, <laughs> movie takes place. So. Mm. Uh, Take that for what it's worth. Yeah. All right. Favorite quote? Can't really say. Gonna shoot your eye out. That's too easy. It's full of quotes, man. Um, Yeah. Literally, that's what I said in the beginning. Every single line in this movie is a joke or in service of a joke. Um, I'll go ahead and steal uh, Fragile. Must be Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, also, my first... I'm going to keep taking this back to the Nicktoons. Um... My first exposure to this bit was actually in the Rugrats when the uh, the Carmichaels are moving in. And mm-hmm. uh, after, like, crushing a box, maybe sitting on it, one of the dumbass movers is like, Hey, Frank, what's Fragile mean? Yes, <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Had no uh, idea about this movie back then. Uh, they definitely watched it. What, uh, or, oh, I forgot my part. Uh, mine is, already said it, it's not, what, what, what? <laughs> Uh, probably his father. Mm. And like she knew, she hear him cussing too. Like that's that was so you got this kid. Mom knew. You got like that's just how people be lying to themselves, man. Like yeah. you got that kid beat for no reason. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, or randomly when they were in the the line for the for Santa, the kid in front of him turns around and is like, "I love Santa Claus," and he's like, "All right, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm busy." Or, or no, I think he says that to the the Wicked Witch of the West. I love Wizard of Oz. Yeah, the, the the witch comes over and tries to mess with Ralphie, and he's like, "I'm I'm busy." <laughs> She's thinking like, of, "I'm thinking right now." <laughs> like, sir, you're you're nine, right? <laughs> All right, and dang, I wish he was here for this. Uh, what's your favorite character, and which character are you? Uh, I'm probably. Flick. Flick. Uh, I'm, I'm probably Flick. My favorite character, to some degree, is the dad. Yeah. He's just doing his best in the middle of a movie that is stacked against him. <laughs> 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 but I'm probably Flick. I've probably gotten quite a few kids in trouble for being, like, not a good influence at all. <laughs> Jamel. Mm. Favorite character is Mom. She's she's doing her best to keep her, this whole thing together. She's She's got some some good moments uh, playing off dad like she's the brains of the outfit he doesn't know it yet but she definitely is so i love when those little pieces come out um and yeah you know, she 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 knows how far to push any member of the family for the most part you know just just to keep the whole thing spinning um and the character i am is probably the dad kind of hapless angry fighting furnaces i, I mean look I'm not going to share stories about potential assaults I might have committed. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, favorite character, I think it's the dead. Which character am I? I'm either Ralphie <laughs> or my number two would be Schwartz. <laughs> I was a but, kid that cussed. And I've also gotten whoopings I shouldn't have. So, uh, <laughs> What about Scott Farkas? No. Why? Because I'm not a bully. There you uh, go. Not yet. <laughs> I texted Cherry and she says uh, her fave is Ralphie's mom. And Yay. which character she actually is, she's the teacher, Miss Fields. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> of him. <laughs> but she's laughing because she actually is a teacher. So yeah. All right. <laughs> I have to yeah. explain that for anybody out there who yeah. Uh so I'm gonna wrap it up with that. Final thoughts, anything you haven't said, any inconclusions? I've got two things, but if you would like to go first, Mr. Tim, uh my guest. Yeah, you know he long winded. There's that whole thing where uh the dad I think he's just so glad to get that uh, prize because he just seems like he, all he does is work yeah. and keep the rest of the house together. It is never really put as such, but it doesn't seem like they have a ton of money. Mm. So he's just doing what he can to help make do. So getting something in the mail that was for him just made him a little too excited. I understand. I understand that. Damn. He's like holding that. He was piecing that car together, doing the same thing with the 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 heat the furnace. Yeah, you know that turkey and that leg was all he had. Look, he got he he won't look for the one thing all year, and then that's why he got so excited about. You're right. Hey, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't even think about them not having a whole lot of money because you could just hire somebody to fix the furnace or get a let, new furnace. Let Dad have his flowers. I got you. <laughs> all right, Jamel, what you got? Okay, so we're at two hours sixteen minutes. What I was gonna say is, how about Ralphie being a psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see this, where this was going. Ralphie might be a psychopath. I think he's he just a white man. He doesn't care about the consequences of his actions and how they affect anyone but himself. White man. Um, he's manipulative of other people. White man. Um, his mom. He too. has. He has Women. delusions of grandeur. White man. Destructive tendencies. White man. G to the U to the N. Violent temper. <laughs> he wants a gun, white man. Uh, where are you going with I'm this? Just... <laughs> white man. I'm saying if the only thing we don't see Ralphie do, well, there's a couple of things we don't see Ralphie do in this movie. But I'm just saying, keep an eye on that kid. There's a sequel with him. Oh yeah, there's there's a sequel that came out in 2012, A Christmas Story two, and then there's a Christmas Story Christmas story, story with Christmas. the actor. The Christmas Story Christmas. Yeah, with the act with Ralphie's actor in it. I don't know if he's still playing Ralphie or what. I honestly I don't want to watch either of them. Killingsley. Yeah, I don't want to watch either of them, but <laughs> they good. they're out there. One was 2012. One was 2022. So just chew on that characterization. Um, as you as you will. Um, the other thing is um, because if I'm nothing if not consistent. I've already brought up Hey Arnold and the Rugrats. I felt like watching this movie, the creator of Doug might have taken a key or two from this. Probably because uh, I could see Doug that. was prone to those flights of fancy like that, and Ralphies are pretty fucking weird in I think a lot of the same way Doug's could be. I could see Ralphie um, getting stuck in a snipe hunt. <laughs> That is what the first episode is, isn't it? Yep. The nematode thing. That's a snipe hunt. Wait, <laughs> why were you watching Doug? Why what? were you watching Doug? Why because watching I was in the age group for it. Why do you keep fighting Tim? Nick, Nick Toons. <laughs> Nick Toons was for anyone who could no, watch man. cartoons. Cartoons was, are for everybody. Yeah. Animation, animations for everyone. But uh, at one point, they were. send me after you. <laughs> <laughs> but at one point, uh, they were also you. playing. Uh, they were also playing. Um, the Nicktoons in the morning before I went to school. So oh, that okay. was that was part of it. 
Uh, and to anyone who's listening, uh, no offense, Disney's Doug is not Doug. Get a Disney's like. Doug yeah, is Disney, garbage. It's funny we 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 uh, brought that up on the anime podcast. Too. <laughs> Disney's Doug Good. is not Doug. Move on. Hashtag not my Doug. <laughs> yes. Uh, so ratings, uh, Tim. You can't not suggest it to people during Christmas. So my suggestion rating pretty much stands. Gotcha. Uh, Hamel. Careful with that one. Um, Does that mean something that I don't know? It might. might. Don't look it up. Um, Okay. So I'm going to go into Letterboxd and actually adjust this because after this discussion, I think I feel a little better about the movie than I did before. Um, So I never thought this would happen. 42 episodes. This is the first time I have officially gotten somebody to change their rating for the better. I know <laughs> I'm taking all the credit. Hey. <laughs> the movie, it's not like the movie didn't work. <laughs> I mean, hey. I mean, you of I all was, people. We, we were bringing, first of all, you know, you mischaracterize me. These people, I'm, I love movies. I prefer them to be, you know, well-written and, and entertaining. Just because I spent 90 minutes watching something doesn't make it good. So, I gave this a three out of five. I was like, that's yeah, fine. You know, it's a movie. I have it on the background. You know, no nostalgia for it. I'm going to bump it up to a three and a half. Hey, three and a half is like, yeah, is, those, those, those are my solid movies. Those are good movie. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. I, shit, what do I have to set? <laughs> I got this at an eight out of t- at 10. So it's a great movie. Honestly, it could be a 10, and I wouldn't even, like, if I had looked at that and saw 10 out of 10, I wouldn't even have thought twice. So, should I bump it up? Maybe. I mean, I probably should bump it up at this point. I'm going to see, watch this 35 times. If that's not a, I love this movie, I don't know what is, right? I don't know what is. Yeah. So like th- For you, this, I think, should be yeah, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Easy. All right. There we go. Uh, that, we both we, <laughs> we both did it. We did it. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> Congratulations, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. Cherry said... The mom is a real one for adjusting the thermostat, breaking the lamp, and covering for Ralphie. Right That's on. why yes. she picked mom as her favorite. She's mom answering me right now. She says 9 out of 10. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. And plugs. Uh, Tim? Same old, same old. D&D Sluggers. If, if you forget anything about D&D Sluggers, don't forget it's not a baseball team. <laughs> anything sounds- else, you can look it up at D&D Sluggers dot com which exists i just forgot (laughs) uh jamil so i think you should follow at mara wilson on blue sky because she's very active and entertaining oh do you not have blue sky so you can follow mara wilson you remember mara wilson she was matilda you like matilda you love that movie i love that movie anyway i've got i've got codes so you can join so hit me up at j rodman on Blue Sky. No, no one wants to join from me, so I'm trying to sell them on other people. Ah, I, 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 I got you. All right. Seriously, it's so fucking boring. Someone else, please join. We're not going to talk about the other site because, you know, yeah. Nazis and other things. All right. And uh, I'm going to remind you all to like, subscribe, share if you made it this far. Yell at us online. Uh, at SGBK Podcast on Threads on blue sky and you can email us <laughs> uh at sgbkpodcast at gmail.com 
And for Cherry, since she had to run, she has a horror podcast with her friend Cat called Keeping It Creepy with Cherry and Cat. And you can listen to it most of the same places you listen to us. You don't got to follow her anywhere. Or I guess the podcast got, got stuff. But just look up Keeping It Creepy with Cherry and Cat. That's her plug. All right. You can follow me personally at Tifron on Letterboxd and on Blue Sky with Jamel. And on that note, that wraps up our 2023 Christmas watches. Uh, next up, we are going to do Rebel Moon. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon on Netflix. That episode probably won't drop till the new year, though. Help me. <laughs> so take care, guys. Uh, before the new year, though, we're going to drop our uh, 2023 wrap-up special with everybody's uh, favorite movies and all that stuff. So see you later. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Oh, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate. Hope you celebrate it safely and with all your family and friends. Festivus Thanks for listening for to the us. rest of y'all. Uh, make sure you, you know, if you enjoy it, please share it with your friends. Bye. Love you.